So this is my thought. I believe true confidence as well as true humility are understanding, identifying with, and being okay with what is true. Let that down and be vulnerable and say, I, I definitely am good at this, this, and this, but honestly, I need some help on this, this, and this. And those people end up winning at just a far higher level. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Um, I've had significant amounts of confidence, then lost most of it. What's a good book you suggest? Mm, interesting. I'm going to go with the potential book that's going to be read in the NLU book club starting whenever, uh, Mindset by Carol Dweck. It helps you understand that for most people, the difference between being confident and not being confident is having a fixed or growth mindset. That I would I would go there. I don't even have to describe it. That is the book that I would say I always recommend it. Helped me a ton because it's it's very simple. There's great stories and great strategies, and I think that's the the important thing. What do you got over there? <clears throat> I don't know if I've ever oh, talked about the, this book before. Never heard of this. I Please don't think I, you never heard of this book. <laughs> it's called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, publisher of Success Magazine. Jumpstart your income, your life, your success, and it might as well say jumpstart your confidence by starting small and keeping the small promises to yourself daily. Ah, no, I'm I'm not making this into an infomercial, sorry. No, the compound effect is what I would recommend uh, because it's all about the small choices you make daily. Uh, Amy, you and I talked about this recently. When you start keeping the small promises to yourself, you build confidence, you build self-esteem, you build the self-esteem and confidence necessary to build your dreams. That's all peak performance tracking is. We are literally creating an app so that people can keep the small promises to themselves daily in a community so they can build self-confidence so that they'll dream bigger and better. And it's good for everybody. So so the compound effect is what I would recommend. Please reach out if you want access to the app. Yes. Also that. Um, why do people tend to either inflate or deflate their confidence? And how do you know where your confidence actually lies? Oh, man. Uh, defensive mechanism. We all have a protector. Uh, Kevin and I have been talking a lot about this lately. Everyone either goes, we, we talk about the drive to five. The drive to five is is a law, I think. I've never seen someone who always stays at center, including myself. So the tens represent people that have a huge ego, a huge inflated view of self. These are the puffer fish. The puffer fish puffs himself or herself up to pretend to be stronger than it really is whenever a predator comes around. The turtle shell is the zero. The turtle shell hides. Hides from... So so to answer the original question, the protector is there to stop you from taking action due to danger. So if you believe that you don't have to... If you already believe you're awesome by default, aka the pufferfish, guess what? You don't have to go prove it to yourself. So you don't have to do that speech. If you don't believe you're capable of doing the speech, you also don't have to go do it. So it's it's a defense mechanism psychologically that keeps us safe 
but it doesn't really serve the world. And so what you have to do is figure out where am I on from zero to 10? Where am I at? Am I at five? Five is confident, but humble. 10 is overly confident without merit, thinking you're a world-class speaker when you've never spoken. And then zero is thinking you're a terrible speaker when you've never spoken. You might be great. You might be much better than you think. You probably are, right? So Kevin started on a low end. I started on a high end. He didn't like me in high school because of it. And we now got to center and we try to live at center. And we often say, like, where are you at? You know, sometimes I, on this episode, Kev, where do you think you were? I feel like I was pretty good. I feel like, um, I would say like, I think five. Yeah, I feel like I was confident. I was playful. I, I didn't throw any stingers at you to intentionally harm your well-being, which is good. So that's <laughs> usually a pretty telltale sign of where I'm at. What about you? Yeah. Um, I would say pretty centered as well. I think I this was one of the more centered ones. I think, I, I think we did a good job, but I would say probably a little bit above five. Yeah. That's usually where you live, though. Yeah. I usually live under a little bit. You usually live over a little bit, so usually like six and four, probably. And we have flip flopped before, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for short times, for we short many, times. Many but remember, everyone has that. a home. Are you a pufferfish or a turtle? Pufferfish is inflated self worth, inflated self confidence. That's not real. Turtle shell is deflated self confidence, deflated self worth. Uh, the answer that I would give to that is that it's ego. I think true confidence, so this is my thought. I believe true confidence as well as true humility are understanding, identifying with, and being okay with what is true. I think the ego flares and people get arrogant. And I think when you eliminate the ego, not eliminate, when you understand the ego, that's true confidence. True confidence is going into a conversation knowing things might go wrong or getting quote unquote found out and then just admitting it. I think that's what true confidence really, really is, is not letting the ego's defense mechanisms take over. And I think that's why people go one way or the other. Yes, it's a defense mechanism. And part two, the other layer is they have not worked on confidence yet. They have not worked on truly becoming confident and really, really trying to get control of their ego, which again, that has taken a long, long time, and I still have my boats where I get triggered and and want to fight back for sure. Same. Vulnerability and courage. It's It takes courage to be on this show right now, live. All of our friends and family could watch this at any time. Our, anyone from our past, anyone who's friends on Facebook, I have 5,000. I think Kevin's up in the threes or twos. I don't know how many. I'll take it easy, man. Um, but it, it's, it's a vulnerable place to be, to share our life with everyone you know 1500 people listened to kevin and i yesterday it, all over the world that's such a vulnerable thing that takes so much courage and so vulnerability and courage i i would say those are the the antidote to to any sort of if you're on the low end of drive to five you need more courage if you're on the high end of drive to five you need some vulnerability you do you need to be vulnerable you need to Lay down your guard. You don't. You're not that great. It's okay. You don't have to be perfect. And I've been. I've been on both ends. It's really important to try to live in the truth. And this is something Kevin and I work on every day. Genuinely. Oh yeah. How can I be more confident in the rooms where I feel small? Mm. It starts with identifying why do you feel small. I've told this story many times, probably a, a billion times. Alan, myself, and two of our friends were working out in Florida one day. And when I'm working out, I am 10 out of 10 confident. 
usually one of the stronger ones in the room. It's just who I've always been. That's part of my identity. But we sat down and we started talking about business. And immediately I reclused. I, my, I went inside of my turtle shell and I said, mm, I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't feel super confident. And I identified the actual root causes. When we talk about business, I feel lack. I feel insecure. I don't feel knowledgeable enough. So I think you have to figure out what are the common denominators between the rooms that you're in where you feel small. That is the first thing. Get to the root cause and then overcome your natural tendency. So if your natural tendency is to shell up, understand and recognize that's what usually happens and then fight that. If your natural tendency is to puffer fish, understand that is your home and then try to overcome that. It's it's just, it's understanding, it's becoming aware and then it's trying as hard as you can to stop your normal progressive behavior. To answer this question, I'm going to give an anonymous shout out to someone. This person uh, has four of the best coaches I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, one's a COO coach. One is a CFO coach. COO is chief operations officer. Uh, CFO is chief financial officer. One of them is a CEO. And two of them are actually CEOs. This person is going to succeed because she decided in advance I would rather be good than look good. It doesn't look good to have four coaches. Why do you need four coaches? Aren't you great? Aren't you good at finances? Aren't you good at operations? Aren't you running a company? See, there's a big difference between looking good and actually being good. And this person is going to succeed at such a high level because she has these four unbelievable people in their corner, but she let down that need to look good in the meantime. And this is so, so, so important. Hiring a coach does not look cool because there's a part of you that's like, oh, well, you don't have it all figured out. I'm telling you, whether it's couples coaching or it's business coaching or it's fitness coaching, the people who would rather be good than look good are the ones who eventually are so good. And, and you know, that's true humility. And so I'll answer that question with that example of someone who is is really more concerned with actual real life skills and knowledge and awareness and capabilities than with whether or not other people think she's great. And I think that's really important. We need to let go of this, this, this need. We all have it. We all have this need to, to feel to, we want other people to think we have it all figured out. And you really do have to kind of let that down and be vulnerable and say, I, I definitely am good at this, this, and this. But honestly, I need some help on this, this, and this. And those people end up winning at just a far higher level. Hey, I wanted to give my experience working with Kevin and the rest of the Next Level University team. It has been such a seamless relationship. He is so easy to work with, Kevin, and he gives you all the information you need but doesn't overwhelm you. He's also... Um, meet you where you're at. So whatever you want to do, he'll make it work. And it's just, there's no stress, there's no drama. And everybody else that I've worked with has been patient with me because I am not technologically savvy. So they've been helpful and patient and just encouraging. And it's just been a fantastic experience. I highly, highly recommend working with them. What is something that you are still not confident about and how are you working through it? Oh man. Go ahead, Jeff. 
You want to start? Or you want me to start? Uh, it's it's up to you, brother. I'll hammer it. I'll hammer it. I think uh, I'm pretty certain I have social anxiety. I would bet a fair amount of money on it. So I would say, not when it comes to in-person interactions. I think it's more situational things happening. So I all. I always, and I mentioned this recently, I always try not to pull up my cell phone when I'm waiting for something in public because that's my natural tendency. So I think the the lack of confidence is around judgment. I think I still, I know I still feel uh, fear judgment from a lot of people in a lot of different circumstances and I'm just trying to face it head on. And one of the the ways I try really hard to do it is I say, look, this person is going to judge me regardless of whether I want them to or not, at least I know the real version of me, the real behind the scenes version of Kevin is really a good person. So if they're judging me, they're probably going to miss and they're probably going to misjudge me anyway. I think that's how I've done it is look, I, I work really hard on myself and I, I feel like a pretty humble human who's trying to do good in the world. And behind the scenes, I, I really enjoy my life. So worst case scenario, this person misjudges me and it might hurt for a second, but at the end of the day, when I get to go home and I get to go to real life, I'll be happy there too. So I can handle a little bit of this discomfort here. Uh, there's a lot of layers and nuances to everything. So I'll give an example. <clears throat> Fitness is one thing. Then you've got sleep, hydration, nutrition, training, mobility, supplementation, and breath work. And then each of those has its own thing. So under nutrition, you have calories, macronutrients, and micronutrients. So what I'm not confident in is my abilities to communicate all of the layers effectively. I really have been humbled by how unreasonably challenging that is. I used to think that some of the stuff I used to say would like land with people. And then I'm finding out later that that never landed. Um, I'm one Tom Brady reference away from everything making sense, I think. No. So... I, I don't feel confident yet in my ability to effectively educate others in my communication because there's a lot of life is simple, but also complex at the same time. And it's difficult to explain things. Uh, this is, this is what I'll share. And this is a vulnerable thing for me to share in math. For example, there's pre-algebra, there's algebra one, there's algebra two, there's geometry, there's trigonometry, there's pre-calculus, there's calc one, there's calc two, three, four, there's differential equations, linear algebra, statistics, uh, discrete mathematics, logic and rationality. And, and if you don't understand all of those, it's very difficult to understand some of the things that Kevin and I are trying to communicate. And I think that I'm very I'm less confident in my communication abilities than I used to be, which is weird because I now actually have worked on it more. And I think this comes into like some of the people with the most imposter syndrome are actually the most capable. And there's a lot of studies about this because people who think they're awesome at communication actually often aren't. And I do think that I'm a strong communicator in comparison to most engineering minds, but I think I struggle. I really do. Um, Emilia and Kevin have, in particular have been helping me realize like, Alan, I don't think that lands. Like if I said like, oh, here's how you, here's how you achieve your goal. Pick a goal and then you, you choose the next most important action based on the highest probability of statistical success based on your current awareness. And, and Emilio would be like, Alan, no one knows what the hell you're talking about. Like, what does that even mean? If people didn't take statistics, they don't even know what you're talking about. And so I have to unpack all these layers and it's really challenging. So that's where I struggle with self-confidence, I think, is my ability to communicate, which in a weird way is what I'm doing every single day. And so... 
hopefully that will uh, be something I overcome. <laughs> Iron itself out. Yeah. I appreciate the vulnerability. Appreciate it, man. Last one, Aim. Yeah, last one. We're going to hammer. This is a lightning round. Can't end on that. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, this is a lightning, lightning round. round. You know what else I'm not confident in? My <laughs> ability rounds. to do lightning rounds. <laughs> <laughs> what part of your morning routine do you usually use to establish your confidence to start the day? I got mm-hmm. this one. I got this one. Number <laughs> one, don't hit snooze. If you hit snooze, <laughs> you're jeffed. Number two, fitness. That's that's the thing. When I go to the gym, I'm able to have a little bit of ego in the morning. And it helps me start my morning in a physical way, keeping the promises I set out from the night before. I would say that, honestly, though, the snooze button. I know drastically for me, if I hit the snooze button and I go back to sleep, when I wake up, I feel like garbage about myself. I just do. Because I'm, I'm thinking, like, I've already let myself down. I've already let myself down. Now I'm not going to be able to go to the gym. Now I learn on the treadmill and I listen to books on the way to the gym and when I'm doing mobility, now I got to find a way to squeeze 45 minutes in that I don't have. If you can get up when the alarm goes off, that's step one. And then for me, it's getting in my body. It's getting physical. That always helps me. Lifting heavy stuff helps me tremendously. So those are the first two for me. Uh, I would say it starts with keeping the promises to myself. This morning was a great example and I want everyone to know wholeheartedly that my mornings do not always go this well. Wake up, Next to the fireplace, there are two yoga mats. Start doing mobility. Eventually, Tucker gets frustrated that his dad's not coming to get him from his crate. So I hear Tucker, I go upstairs and I get Tucker. And then I touch my phone and I go to my morning mindset workout, go back and do mobility. We play a little bit. He has his toys and all that. Eventually, I come upstairs and we have something called the nook in between our two offices, which is basically a landing in between our two offices upstairs. And there's a chair next to my office and a chair next to hers. And they're both super comfy chairs with like uh, putting our feet up. I'll open my laptop and I'll start to write my book and I'll do my peak performance tracking. Today, I wrote three paragraphs and I, I did the order of most importance and I got all my stuff done prior to my first meeting. My first meeting is typically at 10. So the first third is for me. Second third is for service. Third third is for fitness, food, and family. And I like that regiment. Uh, when my morning is for me and I actually keep the promises to myself, that helps me build confidence the rest of the day. And I just realized this was a lightning round. I apologize. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) Next level nation, as you can see below, and we did this last month, uh, shout out to Nick who won. If you want to be entered in a drawing to win a $100 Amazon gift card for probably one minute of your time, just leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice, screenshot it, send it to myself, and or Alan, email, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is. Let us know who you are. We will enter you into the drawing. And then at the end of May, we will pick one lucky winner and we will email you. This is how you'll know you're the winner. We will email you a $100 Amazon gift card. No questions asked. And then you can go buy nice things for yourself or people that you love. If you're like, man, I'm out here and I'm struggling with clarity. I'm struggling with consistency, which we all do. I'm struggling with confidence. I'm struggling with commitment and I'm struggling with being in a community of like-minded people. You can improve all of those things. Kevin and I spent 24 hours of our time, 12 each, on a course that is free. He did not want it to be free. That is how valuable this course is. There are worksheets. Download the free course. There's something different about actually using a workbook and actually doing the work behind the scenes. On a podcast or on a live podcast, 
we can teach you these things, but there's going to be something different when you put pen to paper, um, either digitally or in the real world. So download that course. It's completely free. Uh, we will put the link in the show notes if you haven't already. Aim. I know I, Jeff John, which link to put, but please, please put it in there for me. <laughs> Next level nation. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you, AIM. Thank you, AIM. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.